Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's that time of the week again, the rugby league rant, fifth and last. Put on your headgear, chuck in your mouth guard, and get ready for an hour of nothing but NRL tour. I'm sure I'm not the only one out there, out of all the tipsters, that feels normal after the week that just occurred. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, things seem to uh, return to some sort of normalcy, I guess. Uh, and it was nice just to have the eight games on, not the uh, three or four that we had last weekend. And uh, There was a, a lot of good games, a lot of close games. There were a couple of blowouts, but uh, it does seem, as you said, the, the cream is starting to rise to the top. It, it definitely feels more normal, but at the same time, I can't help but feel that the week off damaged a few of those teams that were in the group. Had a little bit of momentum, yeah, uh, 100%. Even though I'm not going to, like I said, the quality teams won, and I'm not going to take that away from it, but there definitely was a few teams that uh, felt the week off. But, mm-hmm. uh, fast five to kick things off, so highlight, low light, best player, worst player, and uh, any questions to arise from the week, what was your highlight? Uh, Craig Bellamy. Oh. Absolutely snapping it in the coach's box. Oh. I don't know how many expletives he let out in one sentence, but it looked like he was going to explode. I'm pretty sure his assistant coach was calling for the fire extinguisher to come and put him out. Well, I haven't seen him leave the box many times. <laughs> it was classic. But he, he didn't leave just at half time. He left about halfway through the first half. And then his, uh, his celebration at the end. like oh, He loves it. As a coach, it was uh, it was tops to know that someone else you know, is just getting as stressed out as, as what I was. I guess uh, I, I thoroughly, after, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Literally, with 15 to go, he walked out. Like, after, we don't know where he's going. We don't know where he's going. Especially, it was probably just reflective of the day after we got flogged 34-4 in the grand final, Harry Matthews grand final. So great times. Know what it's like as a coach to, you know, just be ripping your hair out. But mm. what about yours, man? Oh, well, my highlight was just that game in general. Um, it was a it, there was a few players missing, but as always, they turned it on. Yeah. First set, there was almost a fight with Watmau dropping that ball. Uh, plenty of feeling. Cameron Smith let out some of his UFC elbows on Matt Ballon's face. Yeah. Uh, there was a couple. Did he of, escape suspension for that? No, there's been he no He took charge. a guilty plea, so okay. he's got carry out points. And Billy Slater game. got a guilty plea, carry out yeah. points. Ben Hampton, I think, has got two weeks for his dangerous. The start. only, uh, well, I guess the only negative to come out of that is that Manly and Melbourne have played each other twice after nine rounds. Yeah. That's crap. So they've you want them playing uh, each other in the last six if rounds. You, if you had a brain, you would have played that first game there about round 10 before Origin, before they got depleted, and then yeah. you would have wanted to play the last game two or three games from the end of the year when they're trying yeah. to get their straps. 100%. Yeah. No, but um, both gone, both uh, very close victories, and funnily enough, Melbourne somehow got out of jail. Again? Uh, again, I'm, I'm you know... They, I'm, have they won a game by 13-plus this year? No. I don't think they have. No. Every game we've won and lost, I'm pretty sure, has been within six points, Billy Slater said the other night. So we've either won by a try or pretty much lost by a try. But yeah. that game, just in general, always a war. Loved it. My highlight. Um, yeah, spectacular. But what about your low light? Just New South Wales origin chances. It's yeah, just well, gone down the girler. Like Greg Bird, he's going to contest that. He's going to miss Origin one. I guess that's a positive. If he can if he can play in Sydney, because uh, it's a game traditionally that we win. 
Um, yeah, what if, you know... And we're going to go to one all, get our hopes up and probably get burned in Queensland again. But you, you at least want to... You want to see New South Wales. I'm sure Queenslanders probably feel a little bit the same, or maybe they don't, but you want to see New South Wales just put their best side out there and make it a competitive series because the Queenslanders are that good that if we're missing one or two blokes, they'll put a score on us. All I can say, though, is if there's a couple missing, I hope we don't go stupid and waste this opportunity by picking... Bo Scott and older blokes yeah. that you know you can't use. If, if things Bo Scott's struggling in the NRL. If, but if things really hit the fan and like with feed the is out and Bird is out and like they, if they, if I wouldn't pick Lewis just after one game. If things really hit the fan and we're missing four or five blokes, I'm throwing Jackson in, I'm throwing Sims in, yeah. Wade Graham, these kind of guys you know that are in yeah. the running that are up for it. Like I'd just take this year on the chin and say, you know what, let's just throw blokes in. Similar to what they did back in the day when they put Smith in at 20, mm. Thiodane at 20. It took two years. Jonathan Thurston come in at 21 the year after Smith. They got beaten a few times, and now look what happened. Yeah. Well, I mean, and then you add to that, uh, you know, the Mitchell Pearce situation. I, I, I to be honest, cleared up I don't think he really did too much wrong, but no. it's still... But you don't look, want to see him out on the piss two weeks before State of Origin. That's probably the biggest issue. I'm not saying downplaying just, the female part of things. Females are not possessions or objects, and you shouldn't be lashing out like a no. retard like that when you're on the, on the piss. But uh, pretty straightforward. That was all cleared up uh, this oh, afternoon. Yeah, 100%. It's been let go. She hasn't pressed um, charge or nothing, but it's a bad look. Just and the NRL players need to learn that there's knobs out there in pubs yeah. that are going to get a phone out at any chance. They're going to go to the coppers at any chance just to see yeah. you in the papers. Yeah, well, that was all CC. Tall poppy syndrome. Still, he He's, uh, you know, he put himself in that situation, so I can't. Well, I mean, really... and then you you look at Jared Hayne, He's he's getting close to 2009 form. I think he's uh, well, I he's a... really been released by having the nine and the seven there. Well, I said to a bloke a couple of weeks ago at work. He asked about the Daly M, and I said Jared Hayne, and he looked at me and laughed. And I said, well, Danny he's need... got to be accumulating some points. They only need to win half their games for him to win it. Yeah, That's 100%. the thing. He he will get me in the match predominantly for them, much like Jonathan Thurston does for North Queensland. Yeah. And I said, I don't know what you're laughing about. He's in one of those situations where if they're going to win, nine times out of ten he's going to be getting two or three points. Well, is there anyone that's uh, jumping out at you for New South Wales selection? I think Dugan Dugan's not playing good enough. I don't think to no, get Jared himself Hayne's in the only one. one for me that has to. He has to play full work. Yeah, he has to now. If they were so worried about putting Dugan on the wing, Joey Johns come out and said it's a special position. I agree with him. Uh, if they're that worried about the wings, leave it as it is. Just don't pick Dugan. Mm. Pick Morris. Pick uh, Tupo or Tafura on the other side, and then keep your centres as uh, the other Morris brother and Jennings. Even though I'm not really that uh, keen on Josh Morris, but he got picked for a show, so you know what they're going to do. Yeah, there's nothing exactly. you can do about it. He's going to get picked. So. I'm more than happy for Dugan to be out. He's a dynamic ball runner, but he's not playing well. And if uh, if it was at the sacrifice of Jared Hayne playing in the centres to lose uh, Josh Morris, yes, if he was playing well enough, I'd cop that. But otherwise, I wouldn't put him on the wing. Yeah, exactly. I, I really wouldn't put him on the wing. But, uh, my low light, just the Raiders games, uh, two blowouts, two you. weeks in a row. Yeah, poo. And it, I don't care what everyone says about the coaching situation. There's nothing about that. They've already said it themselves. There's nothing wrong with that. They just can't explain why that's happened in two weeks. Well, didn't and they say that there was a blue between Matt Parrish and, and Dean Payne? over oh. some bloody training run for a 20s and some old game ball work. That's, that's stupid. I don't believe any of that. I think I'm going to put it down to simply what I've said a million times. They don't have a quality side. Uh, yep. They're not there. They've already hit the wall. After six, seven weeks, uh, you know, two bad results in a row. There's plenty of guys there. They need to put the broom through the joint. They've re-signed a couple of them already, which I think is a big mistake. And their best players leaving again in Milford. Exactly. And uh, I had some people the other day going, "Yeah, leaving just for the money." The dog. He's not leaving for the money. He signed there for four hundred. If he was going to be a grub, like I said to you, which would have been more controversial, he would have flipped for the nine hundred k, which was going to be one point two million a year if you met all incentives. Mm. He would have flipped 
and that would have looked bad for him saying family reasons if he stayed in Canberra. Yeah. But he's obviously shown that that is part of the deal because he's going back for a lot less than what he could have made staying in Canberra. Exactly. But I'll ask you this at the end of the day. If you're Milford and you're sitting down and I'm going to say to you which one's going to get back in the finals first and which one's going to win a comp first, <sighs> whether it will happen or will it won't happen, I'm going to Brisbane. Yeah, definitely. I'd go to Brisbane before I stayed at definitely. Canberra. So, but yeah, Canberra in general, just my low light. Get some bloody pride and uh, put some of the kids up. It's reflecting through both grades. The 20s got pumped, but New South Wales Cup is killing it. They're coming first. Yeah, Poos hit the fan since uh, they beat Melbourne. Yeah. They like get a win like that, and it's like New South Wales it's good Cup, enough to just live off for the rest of the season. No changes, but New South Wales Cup's coming first, so guess what? Yeah. Get a few of those blokes back up, drop a few of the Deadwood. They're blocking Leroy Lars out. I know he'll probably have to move on, but why is he not getting a run? Yeah, well, he's one of the better front rowers compared especially to Brett Brett Cabbage White. Especially Yeah, what about Brett White? Brett yeah. White's way past it. You've got too many old blokes there, mate. Too yeah. many guys that are the, the problem same. is, we've spoken about this before, they can't get top 10 players down there and they can't get uprising talent because people want to stay in Sydney or they'll go to a, a Brisbane club for the attractions that you can't get in Canberra. So yeah. that was my low light. But what about your best? Best player, Matty Scott and Michael Morgan out of the Cowboys game. Mm. Matty Scott, weapon. Love him. Uh, you know my opinion on him. He's my favourite front rower in the well, game. Well, Chris Crow messaged me saying Matt Scott or George Burgess, and I got the opposite opinion. George Burgess is my favourite front rower. Yeah. The bloke's a weapon. He's an absolute demon. Well, um, but I think they're two different players. They're two different players, two totally but different if, players. if you want to talk about the modern front rower, that's George Burgess. He's a weapon. I think he's been outstanding this year starting. Uh, I'm with you. He, he wasn't my best this week, purely just because I can't pick him every week. But uh, Sean Johnson for me. Mm. Two tries, three line break assists, a couple of try assists. He ran for over 200 metres. He kicked very well. Uh, I know the Raiders were absolutely awful, but at the same time, I thought it was a much better performance. Somehow, Andrew McFadden's making things work. I like Madalena on the back row. My only concern, probably going forward, is they've signed Ryan Hoffman. They've got a spoil, or, you know, of riches in the back row position. Someone's going to have to leave. Yeah, you can't just stockpile and look at the Dragons have done. They've got no front rowers, even though they don't have that situation. But they've got a million back rows and they're trying to squeeze them all and it doesn't work. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, as far as money is concerned, if they're going to keep building up this side, I'm fine with getting Matt-Eye, Hoffman, etc., etc. But you've got to cut some in the positions to make sure you've got enough depth across the board mm. to fill your 25 to make sure you're covered. So, uh, yeah, probably he was probably my best. Josh Reynolds, honourable mention, and Chris Sandow. Chris yeah. Sandow was outstanding. Well, I thought night. Jared Hayne last night was very good. Mm. Very, very good. Well, worst, I don't think I need to go any uh, no, Canberra. Canberra again. And, Canberra. Um, you know, and that's the same thing. It spells trouble for them, I think, then for a long year. And the, the thoughts of being spooners, I don't think it's going to get any better. Mm. I actually, th- I didn't uh, I didn't think the Roosters played that well on Friday night. Not no, that they were the worst, but, but I, I thought that was a pretty that's, poor that's, performance from that's them. That's quality getting you home, though. Yeah. Quality getting you home. There was a lot of drop ball and just a lot of, uh, they, I don't think they respected the Tigers on Friday I'll tell you what bothered me about them. They were so successful going up the guts against the Dragons. They're going side to side and to side. They were playing short first and then they were showing long, but they went straight back to the same crap the other night yeah. where they were trying to play long, early, long, early. They were pushing over. Well, they, I think Mitchell really Pierce threw three intercepts in the game. Well, that was the thing I was going to say. If New South Wales halves of those two, him and Maloney hit bodies numerous times. Yeah. That's a worrying sign, just throwing the pass. Sometimes yeah. you've got to dial the ball. Yeah. You've got five tackles, not one. But uh, questions to come out. Uh, I was going to say New South Wales halves until this has all got resolved, so you can imagine now that's not going to be an issue. It'll so pop- you think they'll be the halves? Now that this is all cleared yeah. up, yeah. Maloney may have got needled the other night, but I don't see him making a change. And you know he's going to pick Pierce, so he's going to give him his uh, club partner, I think. Well, sorry, the other, the other low load I had was the the Asada investigation landing on the back page of the paper yeah, again popped yesterday. Popped up again, supposedly. Like, just get on with it. I posted just up shut on up page about it or... saying the same thing. I'm sick of hearing about it. I didn't want to even give plaudits to it, but please, yeah. just conclude it already. Yeah. 
Just concluded. Yeah, there's talk that there's going to be 60-odd players, but it's all BS. We've heard there, you yeah, know, there could be 100, it? there could be five, there could be two, there could be one. There yeah, could how, be... how many times have we heard yeah. the infraction? Could have, would have, have, just get it over with. are coming, and then two months quiet. Well, and now they they've got another again. bloke that's taken over the investigation as the lead investigator, or is there now the new head of ASADA. So, that, like, it's... Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, well, It's frustrating, and it's it's. I don't think it's real fair on the Sharks. Yeah. Because you, you can't keep having this speculation hanging over your head as a player and expect you know to perform at your best week after week after week and it's just funny that it landed on the front page of the paper day the day that they were going to play yeah well a lot of fans said that and I feel sorry for them mm. they've been suffering and you know like I said uh, whether you're not a Sharks fan or you are a Sharks fan or your opinion full stop it's not only a burden on them it's a burden on the game that's the thing that gives me you know the BS every time I look at it I just get angry at the fact that it's still hanging around either you've got something or you don't yeah you're either going to grab people or you're not. But hurry up. We're halfway through the comm. If you're going to do anything, as much as it's going to, you know, leave a dent or a black eye, just do it. All right, Don't leave it to My questions were yes or no's. What? Yes or no, will these three teams make the eight? Newcastle? No. Sharks? No. Warriors? Yes. Okay, I'm with you. I I'm think, on I think Newcastle and the Sharks will be near the bottom. The other two I had that I... just Penrith? That one, I'll say yes, but not with much confidence. Parramatta. No. They'll just miss. But I, I, think, th- I think there's only going to be enough room for either Parramatta or Penrith. If, if they the play tomorrow, they're though, playing actually, very, very I'll similar. That. I'll flip that, and I'll say, I was just about to say, if they played again after what I've watched so far, I'd back Parramatta. Well, I think they Penrith. play again in three weeks. They'd beat, Penrith. They'll beat Penrith at their best. They did it last time. I think they've got more to offer an attack, even though they're a bit stringent defence. See, I think Penrith are just about to open up their attack. I'll People still... were criticising them. I know yeah, Cleary they beat probably New... had a they plan beat Newcastle for... again. Newcastle yeah, but they actually they open up their attack they lost they put to the some Sharks. points on you know that's why yeah but I think there was a real big difference if you if you noticed between I got the issue. Sharks performance and the Knights yeah, performance I, I think they're opening it up a little bit I still think the style of play that Parra have got as far as the forward pack's concerned and being able to score points openly I think if they needed to get a try they'd get it quicker than Penrith if they well I think to. it'd be interesting to see them play and it, and it is I think it's I think it's a Friday night game down here like on a slippery deck where the, the last time they played was an, an afternoon twilight game and it was a bit of a dry track earlier in the season. I think the wet and the night conditions will suit Penrith. Yeah, well, I still think they're playing a little sideways. But I, it's, it's better on the weekend. To, it's better on the weekend. Uh, but if, if Parra played the brand of football they played last night, I've got them yeah, ahead of Penrith. So yeah. uh, my question, like I said, I'll leave the halves behind. But coaches, here's one for you. Uh, Raiders, Knights, Dragons, Broncos. So we're talking Griffin, we're talking Price, we're talking Bennett. We're talking Raiders. Will all four of those coaches see out this year? So who are we going through? So if, Ricky Stewart. Well, simply seven years, seven million dollars. You'd have to think, regardless of what happens, he's going to be there next year. What were they thinking? Well, exactly. What were they thinking? But yes or no? I d- well, yeah. But yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't. Newcastle. Wayne Bennett. Not saying he's going to get sacked because he's the coach of all coaches. But talk. He's going back to Brisbane. I think he'll move back this to one Brisbane. into links for me. So I think, I think Griffin. I think Griffin will if be they gone. don't make the eight, he's gone. Griffin's gone. So I've, I've got that one pretty much penciled in. I think Wayne will be leaving end of this year, going back. to But Brisbane. the frustrating thing for me, if I was a Brisbane fan, is you might as well just write your season off. Yeah, pretty much. And Dragons. That's the other one. Price. Yeah, there's no way. I know there's people still going about for him, but I'm well past. Well, same again. If they uh, if they he's don't make had, the eight, he's gone. Two South games they've got destroyed in the middle. He's had the Roosters game, yeah, and he's watched the Bulldogs wreck him. He's made no changes. He's recruited pretty well, yes, but he didn't address the number one problem. Front rowers, and uh, you know, you, you get a bloke like Leeson Army. I'm just going to throw it out there. You don't have front rowers, but he's your biggest bloke. You're playing the back put him row. In the front row. He needs to go tight. Yeah, don't put Tyson Frizzell in the middle because no. he's a back rower. Ben Cray's not going to plug that gap. Put Mike Cooper to start in there. 
put guys that are the biggest are props. props you've yeah. got, even though they're not that big, into that gap that you can't fill. Yeah. Jack DeBowen's a 13 or a back row. Stockwell? Don't put him in the front row. Exactly, he's another one. Mm. Use your four front rowers you've actually got. Stop trying to cram. Is there anyone out there, there on the market that they could pick up before June? I was do? talking earlier about Melbourne. If I was looking for a good rebound front row, like we've done with older blokes, if Lars isn't going to get a run at Canberra, that's yeah. the kind of bloke I'd be looking to pick up. Well, I think I, I honestly think St George are probably only two big props away from making the eight. And they've got a bloke down there they stole off the roost, is Josh Alamite, who's a monster. And you may only get thirty minutes out of him, but right now they don't have a guy that can just bump somebody in the line and get them onto their front. And they I need think, to give uh, people like that a go. And he's got to, he's got to bite the bullet. They're, they're not going to make the finals if they keep getting done over in the middle. Benji Marshall's his last ditch effort. Well, he's not helping he's if it. you're not going forward because he's not going to take Steve Price's last yeah. hurrah. Because if fact, this doesn't work, he's going to be gone. Skis. Well, that was my other question. Benji uh, coming back genuinely trying to challenge or come back for the money? And I've already answered that one. Money, five hundred k for the next two years afterwards. I can't believe that we've been held to ransom by some tool who left, failed after a couple of games, and he's walked his way back into half a million dollars. Mm. I, I found it interesting right. that at the start of last week, it was, you know, I'm not sure where I'm going to go, blah, blah, blah. By the end of the week, it was, you give me this amount of money by this time, Put otherwise this I'm signing up this, with someone else. Yeah. But he got the most money out of it again. And the other thing is, the crap on the footy show. Oh, sorry I couldn't come on and, you know... Uh, give you guys, um, you know, the big insight on where I'm going. Like, <laughs> I don't watch the footy show. I heard it on the grill team the next morning oh, about him. It. Absolutely, hate it's it. just rubbish. Like, if that's why you're coming back to the game, just retire and yeah. go on the footy show. Well, I cut into shreds last year, and I'm going to do it again. If he is not dishing it out, probably not the first few games, but if he's not competing or doing the little things by the end of the year and showing that commitment. I'll, well, tell I'll tell you what, what Dragons oh, fans are going to tear Get the knives out. Get the knives out, Peter Dowse. And run. you, Peter Dowse, knives out for you too, champ. Mm. You, Price, knives out for all of you. Because some of the decisions you made over the last couple of years, since Wayne Bennett left, have been absolutely horrible. Gareth, the Gareth Whitlock decision was a really That's good decision. That's about the only good one. Do you think, where do you think he plays? I think he has to play in the halves. He's got to be in the halves. Yeah. And you're not going to play Witt, you're not going to play Williams. They've pretty, that's the other thing. But they loaded up in that spot as well, and mm. they flipped drink water. I can't believe that they haven't given Sammy Williams more time. He's just not. The, he's got the worst. You look, at him, you look at him behind that big Raiders pack when they were going forward. He yeah. was unstoppable. Sc- I told you. I when when he can he play post tries. to post, when you allow Sam Williams to play post, post to post, post yeah. he is a very effective footballer. And he loves scoring a try. He runs at the, the moment, pill, but when there's, there's no, there's platform. no go for. Nah. So you, of course you're not going to uh, be effective when there's and no go. Obviously for. he's going to be a bunny in defence because he's a small bloke. But they should be smarter again, like other well, teams. Scotty Prince did shuffling. it for years. Johnny Cartwright used to flip him shuffling. from one edge exactly. to the other to the Melbourne other. Did it the other night. Three to in, try four and in, high two in. Man from Steve Matai. They gave him a bit of a break. Yeah. Uh, they should be smarter about it. I've said that a million times as far as he's concerned. My last one. I reckon there's only four true contenders for the title at this point in time, and you can either agree or disagree. I think Manly. Yep. I think the Roosters, yep. I think the Rabbitohs, and I think the Dogs. I don't think even... I'll throw the Cowboys in. I think the Cowboys and the Warriors, I can see being dark horses. The, 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 I want to see more. Consistency. And Melbourne, I'm just seeing a massive flat spot in origin, and then you're just going to have to wait and see at the back end I of the just, year. I can never write Melbourne off. I, can, I can't write them off and I support them, but I'm just going off the ladder. I think we're going to find ourselves in the bottom of the eight the way we're going right now, and yeah, it's going to be a eight, really, really hard yeah, grind home. Tough and enough. I look at the Rooster squad... And I look at the dog squad probably being the least affected as far as... Well, the Roosters are affected by origin, the dogs really aren't. But as far as depth is concerned, they can cover up. Mainly if they're full strength, I see them challenging, but depth is an issue for them also, like right now. They get stripped down a bit. Mm. And then I look at Souths, pretty similar again. A couple are going to play origin, probably not the best depth, 
So, but they're, they're I, what I look at, and I think, you know... I'm starting to warm to the Bulldogs, but I still... Fullback's a big hole for me. Yeah, I think Perrett's been a little bit better, though. I think they're playing... Better. Yeah, but I think you just look at who they've played over the last... How You know, the, the big win for me was, the obviously, the win over South City. Yeah. Um, but still, I don't know whether they'd beat South if they played them this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I, I mean, the Bulldogs were fool's gold last year because of the Ben Barber situation yeah. that wrecked their whole season the year before that they got beat by a brilliant Melbourne side in the grand final they've now got a half and they're I missing the fullback thing, I thought they didn't have a centre and I think Tim Lafayette who I raved about last how year is he, how much has he Sharks, come on in the last month the Sharks needed to wake up and buy a centre yep. and he was sitting there we said it all and they well, didn't I know you were on it the oh. back end of last year and he was off contract for a long time well, guess what thought. he's healthy yeah. he's coming to first grade and he's matured and he's playing bloody well, imagine if you had him and Ricky Latelli because I think Latelli is almost an absolute same as, as Lafoy in that yeah. he sort of plugged all along last year and yeah, well, he's exploded in the last month they, they blocked him out uh, that opportunity there where they didn't know whether they were going to re-sign him and I think a lot of clubs that would have thought we need a centre are banging the heads right now because yeah. that was an opportunity to snag him at a great price but yeah. uh, that was my last on those four contenders but that's the fast five uh, we might post that later on the page for you guys to give us your fast fives but for now we'll jump into our reviews of the games from the weekend starting the reviews on uh, Friday night the Sydney Roosters 30-6 over the Tigers uh, I think we pretty much we uh, said it earlier they're scrappy but quality's just getting them home at the moment mm. I thought they went away from what worked in the Anzac Day game when they got back to playing direct first, playing short and then kill them on the edges. They seemed to really, really want to push it to the edges too early the other night. They made plenty of errors, but in the end it didn't really seem to affect them. No, no. As you said, cream rose to the top. The Tigers are missing too many players and uh, it was yeah, it was simple. You, it was always roosters by how much. Yeah, and even though Maloney set up a couple of tries and played right, and I addressed this earlier in the fast five. I think he was probably better than I, Pierce I, on the I night. I cannot believe how many times both of them engaged and just threw a pass, yeah. knowing that someone was there. If you're a half in the NRL, you need to identify when to put the ball away, when to put the ball in danger. And they well, put the ball in danger on. a lot of times. There was four or five possible intercepts that weren't taken. I thought uh, Sonny Bill even, he was a bit oh. lackluster. He was throwing the ball, throwing the ball. And then second half, he just got to running hard and then That's what he needs having to a do. little bit of decision-making. He's got... A bit smarter with his offload. He, he's a bit better before the line than Fletty Mateo, but he's got the same problem I hate that Fletty Mateo does. Does. Instead of just hitting between defenders, which they do so well, and physically getting their arm free and creating the space afterwards, they always want to throw it first. He literally sometimes gets into games where he looks like he's playing in the halves. Mm. He doesn't want to run. He's just dictating what's going on. Yeah. And it's uh, quite frustrating. But uh, the Tigers are flat. I can't blame them. No Tedesco. No Farah. They didn't have the punch. They're missing Gavay, you know, coming off with Tapao there. I think that's pretty straightforward. They've put in a massive effort so early on in the year, and they've lost a couple of key players. The week off probably didn't help their momentum. And, uh, you know, they're missing something like 12 of their available first grade top 25. Yeah, it's simple. There's Suasso, Suda, there's plenty of guys there. I think they said they're getting about five or six back this week. So that, that'll be a big help for them against uh, the Sharkies. Yep. Uh, the Roosters, on the other hand, I think it's pretty straightforward. They just need to get back to their basic shape. Um, hopefully this Mitchell Pierce thing doesn't put too much of a spanner in the works. And they definitely need to bank uh, some points just in case it is... Cordner, Tupo, Maloney, Pierce, etc. You know, possibly five guys going to be playing Origin. Yeah, I think they probably will be. They've so. got squad depth, no doubt, but at the same time, you still want to bank the points to be safe with that coming up. Exactly. So, yeah. uh, this week, big test, and really looking forward to this game. This is probably the one game this week 
Uh, you know, I'm just absolutely chattering my teeth for the Roosters. They're going up to North Queensland to play the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Finally start to find their touch. And as we said, the Tigers, pretty much versus half their old teammates anyway, the Tiger Sharks. Yeah, uh, yeah they're at, at Ramondas as well. So have to see how that one plays out. But Friday night again, we head up to the Brisbane game. Uh, the Cowboys, 27-14, to 14, have a big brother. Brisbane, and I think this is the story that we see every year. Brisbane kind of give you a little bit, and then they fall away. They give you a little bit, and they fall away, and it just seems like they're flattened out again. Mm. Well, the Cowboys are the opposite. They start slowly, they and, start and slow. they just uh, come good. So Cowboys and the Warriors are probably two teams that are just very, very similar in the way they start the year and how they finish the year. But uh, Brisbane, yeah, I just think it... You can't play with one half. No, man, I was about to say, I, I cannot give more credit to Ben Hunt, the he's way he's handled. busting his backside. He scored a double again. He yeah. played outstanding. Him and McCulloch are doing everything. The night he has an off game, they'll get beat by 50. Yeah, but seriously, it's him and McCulloch. That's it. And yeah. that forward pack, those back rowers. They're not getting anything out of their front row. Martin Kennedy's been a bust. Mm-hmm. And it's been flicked for giving advice to a player about contract negotiations, which is absolutely rubbish. Like, seriously, Anthony Griffin, pull your If you don't think out, everyone's mate. talking about contract they all negotiations talk to each other. and give each other advice, you can If you don't go to an older bloke and say, oh, you know, like, they've been there, done that. That's yeah. one of those things, you know? Yeah. Uh, they're just, I think that's the thing that's killing right now. They're, they're lacking a front row. Yeah. They tried to force Stider there last year, not doing the job. It doesn't work. You, you know, you're neutralising his talents. They've tried to do it this year to Corey Parker. He's done a pretty good job, but I still think you're killing him. Hmm. They need to get their hands on probably two front rowers, I think. Yeah, they're, they're really similar to the Dragons. They just struggle for punch. We know Milford's going there next and year. Similar. They, they've only got one half. Well, next year they're sweet. Milford's going to be at six. They've got Hunt. They've got yeah. McCulloch. They've got Barber at the back. There's no excuses next year. But right now, the biggest glaring need is a front row. Martin Kennedy, absolute bust. And if they're going to dog uh, you know, Ben Hurt in this way... Well, they need to part ways. Do they, not have any, uh, do they not have any other young front rowers at the club? Francis Molo is probably the best up-and-coming player. Why do they just stick him in? He's played Queensland 20s, 2 years in a row. I don't really know what his form is like this year. They, they never get TV games because they play Friday night, so you never get to watch the Broncos 20s on Foxtel. Yeah. So uh, he, he was the biggest one I know that they were speaking highly of. That's probably the only one I can think of. If not... Uh, Jake Jaboyevich still isn't tied up down at Manly. I know he's a local boy, but if you had half a brain and you're these guys, players like him, Lodgie, if you're going to go young or you're going to get on the market for somebody, these are the kind of guys they need to get up there. Yeah. You can't be paying people like Martin Kennedy that you can't rely on big dollars. Yep. You're better off getting a kid that you reckon, you know, is blood and bone, raw, ready to go and trying to fix that position. Yeah. Because next year, I see everything sewed up in that. You know, Copley, these kind of guys are all good players, but... You know, they, they fix the halves up and they need front rolls. Mm. They don't have front rolls right now. Well, plain and simple, Cowboys too good. Thurston oh, got a knock, went off, they struggled. Uh, he came back on at the end of the game, laid on a couple of tries. Michael Morgan's try-saving tackle on Machaletti wow. is probably the How best about glue? Can you say glue? Just um, he swung around like he was on. Machaletti's no mug. He's in great form. And then when he goes to score, he scores. And I was, uh, it's just as I said before, my player of the week was uh, Matty Scott. Scott. Well, he I think uh, it was Tamiya's best game as well. They both between them, two twenty metres. Still, one eighty metres. He's got nothing on Scott for mine. Yeah, well, still for the pair of them, I think it was their best game. Louis took the hint after Thompson was hurt, come back in. I thought he had a pretty good game. Yeah. Uh, the hooker spot looks pretty stable with Cost Jason and Cameron King. He's a great option off the bench. I thought he was really good at the back end there. And Michael Morgan, I think uh, Lachlan Coote, after all the injuries, is in big trouble when he comes back. I think he may either have to be signing out to the UK or, if you know, he's had so many injury problems, maybe retire. Bye-bye. 
Because uh, on, honestly, Michael Morgan fits that bill. He's played in the halves. Unless Morgan suffers an injury, but well, Morgan's played in the halves, which is the players they love turning into fullbacks. And his biggest strength was his running game. So him moving to fullback was only really going to be a transition of positional play, first of all. Yeah, and probably being under the high ball, and he, he looks pretty comfortable Agreed. in a very short space of time. So you can only see things getting better and better for them. I thought their forwards were outstanding, but uh, biggest test this week. Obviously, they're at home to the Roosters, so we'll have to see how that one plays out. The Broncos, they're at home to the Titans. So another game against a, a fellow Queensland team. Uh, both suffered bad losses last week. But I think if this turned into an arm wrestle, that would favour the Titans more than it would the Broncos. Yeah, it's. Uh, I can't believe that it's not the odds are as, as wide as they are. I think the Titans are up near $3 to win this one. Broncos are very short. so Yeah, quite surprising. Yeah, I, I'm going to have a little double on the Titans. Not with much confidence. Because nah. the Broncos should have beaten them last time. I think they let them 8-0 or something. And the Titans just came Two back and scored. scrappy or, tries. Or might have been That was the steal out of Barber's hands. 10-0 yeah, and they won 12-10 or something. So, mm. um, And it was, yeah, I think um, William Zillman saved the try at the back end of that game. Yeah, Josh well, Hoffman, I think, knocked the ball out. and That was David Meade. Sorry, Meade. Yeah, yeah, and then Meade went the length. Yeah. Well, Saturday kicked off with the New Zealand Warriors just absolutely clubbing the Canberra Raiders, 54-12. to 12. Uh, Just reality for the Raiders right now. Squad's not up to it. Need a big clean-out. Need to uh, really get on the market, fight hard, push some of these kids through and try and get some players down there. But they're not Ricky doing Stewart's it. Ricky Stewart's got no answers. No. None. And uh, He said that. I got no. I don't have any answers for you. The players, so they got no Excellent. answers either. So. But New Zealand at their best when they play basic. This is what's so frustrating when they play bad. They were rolling. Uh, they were shifting off the back of it. Offloads were coming. Just hard and direct football. And, you know, just little things like Madalena on the back row opened him up. I think Tompkins rotating in the halves was outstanding. He had a couple of tries. Just you've seen how good his hands were. Yeah, why not utilize And, uh, you know what, if Connie gets a Connie every week before a game and plays like that, well, then crossed. I didn't think he was going that bad. I didn't understand. No, he wasn't really going was that bad. With him. I can't believe. But either of them, McFadden tried to punt him as well. Yeah. Just leave him there. The bloke's an absolute wrecking ball. And now you know, the Chiefs they've, re-signed, have, they've bloody re-signed McFadden for three years. And he's, he's Elliot's clone, basically. After a couple of games as well. So that, that, that was Maybe. pretty risky, I thought, given yep. three years after such a short space. Things are looking good at the moment, but uh, it went sour fast. Well, God knows. You know, welcome back to that situation. I think they've, they've gone a bit gun-ho there, but... Uh, what else do you say? Canberra, just absolutely woeful. And the thing that's annoying me is every week you'll watch a game and you could probably pick out the same four or five players that are trying, which is Milford, Fensum, Croker, and Vaughan. I think Croker, Croker's really come on this year. He, he's Croker's been let been down by the fact that he's just got no one helping him out. But the same deal when I watch Fensum. Fensum's doing all the dirty work, and then I watch the go forward being ordinary, and then Vaughan obviously got his country jersey, comes on. Yeah. And Milford, Milford's the only one who seems well, to be able to break in. When did they form. start for him? Well, they did for that game, and they dropped Papali, and then they sat him down for a little bit and moved him moved him from the back row to the front row. It's a cheer. I think they just need to give Boyd, him, Fensum, Nichols needs to come up. He's been playing well in cup. They just need to give those guys more time. Just they're all the younger players. More they're time, all the younger sure. guys. They're all contracted. They're your future. Yep. Brett White's going to be gone. Tilts has got two more years. I don't know. You know what's the go there? But there's a couple of guys there that are right at the back end of their careers. I think it's really time to just. Uh, pretty much what I said in our previews at the start of the year. He needs to come in here and do the job he was going to do at Parra. Yeah. He needs to bite down on the mouth guard, get some of these young blokes in, just suffer this year. And at the moment, he just seems to be clutching at straws and it's equal to 108 points in two weeks. I agree. So they're at that point in time. Big test for the Warriors this week, but the Dogs. Yeah, so. and again, this is the other game that I'm just absolutely salivating about. It's a home game for the Dogs, but they've taken it to Waikato. Um, you know, women in league round, they've got a special deal. I think if you get five... Five tickets, you can take ten people in. So five, that's awesome. five for five, pretty much. Excellent. So that's a pretty good deal. Hopefully they stack the place out. 
Canberra, uh, they're at home, which, to be honest, has been worse than their away record as mm-hmm. of recent times, and they're playing the Panthers, who looked much improved last week. They had a dogfight earlier in the year uh, down at Sporting Bet Stadium, but oh, I, I can't see it going that way this week if Penrith open up and play the way they did. I can see more points coming. So I agree. Have to see how that one works out. Uh, Saturday again, the Titans versus South, and again, we said earlier, a bit more of reality, 40 to 18. This is more of what we expected. Yeah. Um, they just rolled over them, really. They got to the middle of them. They kicked, they pressured, they got repeat sets. And I think the biggest thing which kills me about the Titans, and I couldn't figure out earlier, we say they can't score points, but their edges got exposed. They lack on the edges big time. Yeah. Defensively. Defensively, they're all falling on the edges. Oh, and in attack, I still think. Yeah. Like, they, they get a, but you can get away with it a little bit when you've got the ball. Yeah. But when you you can't defend or you can't defend back-to-back sets, you're not going to compete with anyone. No. Nah. I just thought that George... that's the issue. I, I think they've been getting away with it for a while. And I've been the only one sort of critical of them for you know, their winning streak. But you've got to be able to be resilient when you're placed under pressure. And they're just not. They no. leak like a sieve. There's two things for me that really stand out if I'm Michael McGuire. And to be honest, I'm pre- I'd be pretty reluctant to change them. I think the go-forward is one thing they fixed up. They've gone back to basics. Yeah. But he's revamped the back line, obviously. Johnston, Walker and Orvar in in replace of Reddy, Takiri and Merritt, which was just well, fragile and ordinary. Old. These young kids have come in, and I think Johnston's got three in two games. Orvar's got three in four games. And Walker's just scored a bag since he's gone back out there. Yeah. And they've got skill to boo. They're brilliant. They're confident. They're brimming. And the other one, and uh, you know, some people are going to listen to this and probably blow up, but I like the dual hookers at the moment. I like Coruscant and McInnes the way that's been working. I think yeah, they're why not? If you don't have Luke there, you can play 80. Uh, but I'm, I mean, going forward, how old's Luke? Is he almost 30? Yeah, we'd be around that. Well, he'd I know be, that there's, like 20. there's four or five clubs going after both those hookers. I like the rotation. And I tell you what, if the Warriors come in with an absolute ridiculous bid, as is what's been spoken of, you just keep. I'd be happy to keep the two kids because I reckon you can get both in front of Price and work the rotation. Yeah. Coruscant seems to start things off very well. He sneaks out, gets his nose out there and gets him rolling over the ad line, and then McInnes comes on. You know, he's very deft there. He's, he's got a couple of tri-assists already. He's pretty selective with his passing. Yeah. Very solid defensively, and at the same t- uh, token, if they give him a run, uh, I think they're, they're both just doing an outstanding job there. So that, that's prepped things right back up. And probably the other one's Adam Reynolds. He hasn't been playing his best, but he's been more the game manager you'd expect the last couple of weeks, especially with his kicking game. So Yeah, exactly. Uh, the Titans, what do you say? It was horrible. Uh, the Greg Bird tackle... I can't believe that's six weeks now no, as far as lifting is concerned. They've overreacted. I, I understand what happened to Alex McKinnon. I know he, and it was he a kind tragic, of got the back of his head. Tragic. No. He, but nah, again, we, no went, we went back to it. We, what, about no the one, what about the one where Nate Miles... The flew? legs. The legs make that look so yeah, much know, worse than what it is. Let's look he again. Like on his back. Back. A week after it happened, Nate Miles planted someone on his head, one of his Queensland teammates. I can't remember they played. He's in the Melbourne game. And it was horrible. And, you know, both Falloons, one on Will Chambers. I know his head didn't really get there, but if we're going off the lift of the angle, and Ben Hampton's the other night again, the, if it's we're going enough. off the angle, which is it's what they're talking about. It's all about the angle of the legs. Where the legs are positioned so is, the, the, whole, one was is the, the whole His was the, the best system. out of all of them then. His was the flattest. That's what I don't get. These other ones were the ones with the heads were spearing in first. But so, that's, that's, that's the ones that they should be having. Exactly, but they're yeah. not. They're, they're the right. ones I'm looking at. Both Loon got away with one. Ben yeah. Hampton's only got two weeks for one. And Nate Miles literally threw someone on the head. I think it was Hodges when he first came back. Yeah. There's been a couple I've looked at and gone, that's the one that's what you're talking about, the yeah. neck. Greg Bird, yeah, he released him at a decent height, but it was flat on his back. He got a bit of the back of his head. Yeah. He didn't it's, drive it's the his legs, head. It's the look of the legs flying up. So that's, it's just, he landed straight on his back. That's There's frustrating. Nothing in that's that. frustrating because that's, you know. Yeah. All right, if that's six weeks, then... 
Matt's like the Debellum one. When they were like that Debellum one on Burgess, I didn't think that was that bad either. He got him on his back too. Yeah, yeah he got him up and he power slammed him. I but think the, the, problem, the problem with the bird tackle was that he released him. Yeah, in the up air. in the air. And I'm fine with that. It's still six weeks. Say, well, six weeks. It's probably better for him to release him if he's in a dangerous yeah, position than driving him. When he holds the legs and the man up top drops with him because yeah. he goes head first. So. I, don't, I don't know. For me, that's not six weeks. No. Nah. Well, I thought they were, you know, just overpowered. Dave Taylor still playing very, very good. Uh, you know, Harrison had a good game as well. Yeah. Um, you know, and things aren't going to get much. Again, another cracker game. You've got the Storm and Souths this week. Mm. Storm haven't really been up to scratch, but we all know. And the Titans-Bronco is always a good game, so. Yeah, this this round is shaping is a very good round. I'm really looking forward to watching the football this weekend. Yep. And speaking of the Storm, they had that brutal war with Manly on the weekend, 22 to 19. I thought they improved in some areas, but at the same time, they still conceded uh, some soft tries. Yeah, they did, 100%. Um, that's about all there is to say, really. Uh, it, was that, it was that sort of game, wasn't it? For the most part, I like the little the little subtle change-ups. So Cameron Smith got out a little bit more, he kicked a fair bit more, which is I like when he kicks, to be honest. The more he kicks, usually, uh, the better we are off for possession. Uh, Billy Slater, I thought, had his best game, much more involved, had the bit of that burst on his run-backs, a couple of tries. And uh, probably the other player, Kurt Mann, in for Fenua. Fenua's rocks are diamonds. You either get a couple of tries or a couple of errors out of him. Mann did get bullied a little bit by Matai, but at the same time, even if he did miss initially, he chased straight back after him and eventually came up with the game winner. Yeah. Well, it's a game Manly should have closed down. Similar game to round one. Uh, and it's another game that Melbourne just pulled out of the fire. Mm. And Crazy. Absolutely crazy. And again, with 15 minutes to go, I was at a, uh, a local watering hole and I... Tried to get money on them, but they suspended it because there was a conversion pending or something. But I didn't end up getting on, but just getting into the habit of backing Melbourne uh, late in games when they're down because they just continually pull it out of the fire. Oh, most definitely. And as usual, the game was a war. It was a brilliant game, plenty of feeling. Uh, Hampton, I think, is going to miss up to two weeks for his tackle. Billy Slater and Cameron Smith took early guilty pleas for theirs. They're both going to be free to play, but carry over points, so there's a possibility. Uh, we saw with Cameron Smith a couple of years ago when he got that suspension for that grand final. Yeah. Carryover points can come back to bite you on the backside. But, um, yeah, the defensive changes, I thought Melbourne were fairly active. Still definitely have to work on the defence. Will Chambers being back tied up one edge a lot better. Uh, just, I, I, don't, I still can't quite put my finger on it. I think defensively is probably the biggest thing. Defence is an attitude, and that probably hasn't been right. Manly, uh, I still thought good effort regardless of the result, considering some of the players had out. Bureau was outstanding starting at 13. Uh, just brings home more and more the fact. I know he's off contract this year, but if I was him, I'd want to go somewhere and start. Yeah, exactly. I want to start. Exactly. And I know Glenn Stewart's leaving. I'd want assurance, if that's the case, that if I was going to stay for less money, then I'm playing my football. Yeah. Because if not, Parramatta's where he's from. He's Hills District Junior. They've been sounding out him and Tarek Sims. Looking at Parramatta right now, I wouldn't mind going back to Parra if I was him. Well, and, that's, uh, that's one of the obvious things. And it'd be an easy swap for Joseph Paulo. He's not going to have competition to play 13. He'll get that jersey. So yep. at the moment, uh, if it was more money and going yeah, back to my... he seems to be falling out of favour, Paulo. Yeah, well, uh, roughly if, so. but if I was able to go back to my junior district for more money and a great team with a coach I'm already familiar with, and I know I was going to get that jersey, yep. if Manly weren't making me a half-decent competitive offer and I wasn't getting the 13, I'd be on my way out. So yeah, agree. Uh, I thought he was a shining light. Cherry Evans, this this is kind of one of those things where you see Cronk, he's, he set up those last two tries. He nagged one himself and he kicked for the other one. Uh, I thought Cherry Evans needed to intervene and probably you know shut that game down for him. Little John, I didn't think he was too bad again. He had a couple of little errors, but uh, that's another option there. For teams that are lacking halves, I'd be looking at a player like him. Yeah. Try to nick him, just like South right now, trying to nick Cody Walker from uh, the Storm. There's not many of those kind of halves on on the market there that you can probably buy and trust to come straight to your system, but he's looked fairly solid the last couple of weeks. So mm. 
good effort by him again, but Manly, uh, they're going to keep plugging along. This week they've got Newcastle at home, probably a good time to get a team somewhere near the bottom while they're still waiting for a few players and Lyon and Stewart and that to come back in. Uh, Melbourne, they've got a war coming up again. They're away to South Sydney, so it's not going to get any easier for them. They still need to show a little bit more. Going into origin, they need to keep accumulating points. But speaking of Newcastle, not a great result on the weekend. 32-10 to 10 at home, beaten by the Panthers, who opened up. Uh, it was a grind early on, and I thought that Newcastle were probably winning the grind, to be honest. Yeah. But the Panthers just seemed to kick on, and in particular in the second half, which was a bit of the story the last time they played. Penrith threw the kitchen sink for the first half, uh, were behind, went in, and then the second half, Newcastle come out and offered nothing. Yeah. And pretty much just rolled over for them. And it was almost the same on the weekend, but uh, Seguiaro playing 80, I, I think Kingston's been a little bit slow this year. He showed why uh, during the 20s he's one of the most valuable players. He was a brilliant hooker playing 80 minutes. I think he's really signaled that. Moylan's brought back the City experience. I thought he was much more involved, and that helped out the halves, who seemed to lack creativity or don't take on the line as much at times. Yeah. Him chiming in really opened things up, I thought, and... Uh, you know, I, I don't know what else I could say. Peachy, it was, it's just more open. That's probably the one thing I saw as far as the attack was concerned. Yeah. A few of those changes just seem to open up the game a bit more. Well, I think their attack is going to open up. And the further the season progresses, uh, yeah. the more uh, you're going to see from Penrith in terms of variation in attack. And Mansour had a beast game, 240-plus yeah, metres. Idris looks a bit revamped now that he's got some fitness under his belt as yeah, well as that still... city jersey. Still, yeah, he, he didn't play as well for you guys as what he did for country. He's still lacking a bit of that charge off, or you know that bit speed off. I the think mark. Yeah, I disagree. I thought back in the, oh, the start of last season he was awesome. I, I don't think he's reached that form again. No, nah, he's definitely on the improve compared to when he first got there. Definitely, yeah, he's exactly. touching the footy a fair bit more. But uh, Newcastle. But I think he's also a victim of their attack a little bit as well. Right yeah. now, he's going to see more ball, uh, especially you know moving forward. I still think he needs to get that vigour in his run just in general. Though. Even when he's taking settlers or scoots, he just seems to be putting along. Yeah, He's not bashing in there. He needs to take a page out of Faro's book and hit everything a million miles an hour. Uh, as far as Newcastle are concerned, though, they're last, they're flat, uh, they're basic. Darius Boyd's been awful. I feel sorry for Tyron Roberts because uh, you know, I think he's still been doing a fairly good job, even though Mullen's not 100% either. They don't have a nine to support him. Uh, one to seven, they're probably like we said, one of the best teams in the comp. But they're getting no help from their forwards at the moment. No, I think Bo Scott's really been the only one who's been consistent the whole way through. In his last two weeks, he's flattened out a bit. I think he's feeling the burden of being one of the only ones that was getting any punch. To be honest, yeah. Uh, happy to see Joe Tapine and Paterica Vivai debut, but at the same time, those two kids aren't going to help how bad their forward pack's going at the moment. No, it's true. Yeah, what, what do you do? Yeah, they're just Brett Kamali's questioned uh, Wayne Bennett. So the game's passed in life. So I think that's a bit harsh. I think everyone's pretty, pretty much working off the same game plan. Mm. I think his forwards just aren't laying the platform. They don't have a hooker. They don't have a nine. And, and a hooker lays are, the foundation, you know? You know, Mullins, obviously, he's struggling still. Like, to get to consistency, he's probably still struggling for a little bit of match fitness. Seriously. He's not right. getting any help off his nine. He's not getting any help off his forward pack. His, uh, off his forward pack. And I don't think he's getting much help from Darius Boyd. I think Rob, Roberts is the one I keep looking at every week, though. And he's still finding ways to slide through or break the game. And he's just he's got no help either. No. And Mullins... No, well, so both halves. He, he's got a little bit of an both excuse. Halves. But, yeah, I, I don't know what, what he's going to do there. I think it's time. I've said it before. Clyde, I'd just be if, throwing it. I'll tell you what I'd be doing. Clyde I'd be punching two this. forwards in and shifting it to my centres. Yeah. Or just having your whole yardage game based if, around your centres. If young Clydesdale is on this four-year deal and he's there to the throne, though, to me, he's got to play nine. He's got to be getting more minutes. Similar to the Seguiaro situation or Leisha, yeah. these kind of... That's how they've been touted as. Yeah. If that's the case, he's got to play nine. Uh, I like the fact he put Tapine and Vive in. Same deal. If there's Deadwood on the bench, 
and they do well in the New South Wales Cup. They got that big toker licky licky from the Warriors. You probably only play short minutes, uh, short minutes, but I tell you what, yeah, he, he dents a line, yeah, and he can score a pie. If that's what you need to revamp your forward pack, it's do time it. to do it, yeah, because at the moment they're they're dead last. I think they need to get some uh, some of these kids up from the twenties as well. Their twenties side is dominating the competition. Well, I wouldn't change any of the back line. Drag them up. Maybe don't. Would you drop Darius Boyd for a week? Maybe for a week. No, I'd probably be looking at McManus to be honest. I think McManus has been all right. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I think the backs are the only ones I wouldn't be touching. I'm not blaming him. Uh, I just think I'd put young Memo on the wing. I'd rather um, play Memo where he belongs, which is fullback, and give Boyd a week off. Trying to revamp. There's no him. way he's going to drop Darius. Yeah, I know. It's his love child, but he's no, horrible. He's been well, absolutely disgraceful. Awade, he's still struggling a little bit. He got fresh back from an injury this week, though, so yeah. can't expect too much after the well, injury. Well, something needs to change. Well, to me, it's the forwards. Licky Licky's got to come in with Fivey, and if he leaves to Pine, fair enough, but they've got to get some fresh blood mm. in the forward pack. They're really lacking. Yeah. Lacking big time. It doesn't get any easier, like we said. They've got Manly away, missing players or not there. I think they'll give Newcastle a touch up if they play anything like what they did. Uh, against the Panthers and uh, on the flip side of that the Penny Panthers they're away to the Canberra Raiders if they play the way they did again especially the attack and how bad Canberra been it'll be the first time they break their streak of win-loss win-loss mm. it'll be two wins in a row and it should be two wins should in a row be, yeah. if they're serious about playing finals football but uh, Sunday again another one of these blowouts and realities we spoke about the Dogs 38-6 over the Dragons uh, I'll sum it up for you quite simply they're soft they're lost uh, the halves are getting no help because the, the go forward is just not there. They're getting run over by bigger sides. Price, what are you doing? They've forked up 500 over the next two years for Benji Marshall, who clearly is not worth that. He didn't even last a couple of weeks over there, so why is he coming back dictating what price he's getting? And they need a front row, and they're not doing it. Yeah, just dumb. And the they're dogs, they're, the one one word that I'll describe them, they're desperate. Desperate because they're, they know that what they've got there at the moment probably isn't going to get them enough to get them in the eight. Uh, Price knows that if they don't make the eight, his job's gone. So and they've got the the heat has been really turned up in the great, St George. Uh, great kitchen. back rowers, like Marin Frizzell, all these guys. But they need a couple. They need a couple of boppers. The they need yeah, a couple yeah. of boppers. Got to punch down the middle, and that's killing everybody else. It all starts in the engine room. They got to start Cooper and Army on the front row. I think. Get Stockwell and Alamai, like I told you, he's a big bopper. He plays down uh, in the New South Wales Cup. He couldn't get around the roost just purely on that team. He's one of these bigger guys who's more up near the 115, 120 mark that could probably dent the line. Yeah. It's the same deal. It's time to get a genuine big bopper in there and see if he can turn your fortunes around the ruck. You know, Rain's still get, getting out of dummy half. He's still finding a way out. If you get a couple of boppers in there, imagine how often he'll be getting out. Mm. They exactly. need to do a favour for their halves and uh, for Rain. The Bulldogs, on the other hand, just wow. These are the signs that we talked about last year that kept hold, having us hold on to them being a contender. The forward pack, uh, you know, just yeah. being so direct, being so brutal. They've got great impact off the bench. doesn't matter if they take somebody off. The link plays there. Innes is playing better than he ever has, but we always talked about, not only last year, you know, the cancer situation with Ben Barber and the infighting, but the year before we spoke about the halfback and probably lacking a quality centre. And we're talking Jonathan Wright, Chris Keating. They weren't going to beat Melbourne without a halfback and two quality centres. No. Well, Tim Lafayette, who should have been swooped on by another club while he was in limbo at the Dogs, 
hasn't happened. He's been brilliant. And Trent Hodkinson isn't, you know, he's barely been mentioned in, in the origin situation. I know it's probably not, um, you know, most people's cup of tea, but he's probably been better than anyone that's been throwing up so yeah. far as far as form is concerned. Yeah. So I'm just throwing that. He's got a good kicking game, good goal kicking. Yeah. And the only real thing, like I said, Parrott's probably still not a genuine fullback as far as the passing side of things, but I think he's getting better. So well, that's I, that's the one issue that I have. What are they going to do when they play a side that really puts some points on them? Well, that's the only problem at the moment. Pit sides aren't putting points on. They've got the best defensive record and they're rolling through. So yeah, I, but I think eventually, they compensate. Eventually, a right. side's going to put a score on them. Uh, if they keep playing the way they will, I can't see a score getting put on them. Even Tony Williams has been better, which is surprising. Yeah. Well, I wasn't giving him much love a couple of weeks ago, but he's slowly getting better and better. I just, Josh Jackson. They still haven't convinced me, but they're, they're going to be top eight. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. The fullback thing, I can kind of agree with. I just that. can't see like, where's it coming from. Where are you getting one from? Well, I don't know. That they need to find. Locke was the one I was interested in. He's going. He's off to The other one I still like is Nathan Gardner, but uh, he's dwindling away in New South Wales Cup. There, I haven't seen him play this year. I haven't seen much of their games, so mm. uh, they don't look. They're going to change. They're really happy with him. So going forward, that looks like it's going to be for them. But big test this week. They head over to New Zealand. It's their home game. Uh, it's at Waikato. This is a big challenge. I think Warriors have got the forward pack we are speaking about. They can probably challenge them. Points in their halves, and they've got some uh, powerful outside backs. So if there's anyone, that, if they turn up 110% of the Warriors, they'll really challenge the Bulldogs. Mm. There's no doubt about it. And uh, the other game, the Dragons, same deal. Need to flip it on the head. Steve Price is in big trouble. There are some Parramatta who are brutal uh, in the attacking stakes on Monday night. Short turnaround, but uh, at the same time, I've got full confidence in Parramatta. I've been able to win this one with the, the brand of football they play. So wait and see what happens. But Monday night, speaking of Parramatta, great result for them, 42-24 to 24 over the Sharks. Early in this game, I thought the Sharks, you know, were in control. They had a bit of the strangle going. A couple of repeat sets, and it just seemed... They that, scored with these. Yeah, the Fafita injury happened. I'm not blaming that, but that moment is when they turned the ball over as well, and then they scored that great try with Jared Hayne, and they just seemed to just catch Crumble fire. from there, but that edge, Bo Ryan... He Mate, was ordinary last night. Throw it out there. Yeah, well, throw don't bag Jamie Soward out, Mate, buddy. And they've spoke about it. If you want to do media full-time, you're going to play football like that, retire. Exactly Just do right. media full-time, because if that's what you're going to dish out. Couldn't agree more. It was absolutely horrendous. Yeah, and full credit to uh, Mr. Gossip last night. Nice little post. Uh, Bo knows New South Wales Cup. That's where he should be next week. Well, the way I mean, he who was. Did he, who did he replace on that win? Bring Guru back up. Bring Angry Guru. Yeah. <laughs> At least you know. Has he played a game yet? Yeah, he's been playing. Has he? He's an angry human. At least he's first grade. Yeah, great no, not a first grade. grade. I mean, no. I thought you were talking about Cup. I was going to say he's bring, been playing Cup. Bring Guru up. Bring him up. Jesus. At least he'll get out of dummy arm and try and run over somebody. Yeah. And on top of that, if someone comes down his edge, you'll try. Bo Ryan expected someone else to make that tackle last night. Bo Ryan when, didn't uh, catch the bomb. Semi Radrara just ran straight through him. He looked like a turnstile. How yeah, about when they had numbers though? He had no excuse. That was no. his man, and he purposely jammed up and turnstile just to get yeah. away. And Willie Tonga, if you slow him up, sledged him, gave him some sticks. Exactly. <laughs> Loved every minute. Yeah, of it was brilliant, but. Yeah. I hope, uh, well, Jamie Soward, he's best off just saying nothing. No, nah. and Sandow, brilliant. Uh, after that try, he sparked up, uh, scored his own little try there. Michael Gordon had a few issues with the ball. Kicked the 40-20 straight after that, and then he threw a lovely cutout past Ken Soward on the chest, and he built really good pressure last night. His kicking game was fantastic. Uh, they were very exciting, and Hopawade, all class. How about the mm. set of hands on that block? getting better. The hands on him. Uh, I, I know we talk about it's hard to find genuine halves these days. Did you put him on the wing for origin? I'd like, I was going to say not too long earlier, if you wanted reliability, I think... Obviously, you're going to have the Morris boys on one edge, probably. He's more reliable than anyone else. I don't care how much time he's had out. 
Yeah. If you give him an opportunity, oh, he probably won't. He probably won't get a spot. I wouldn't think. Mate, all I can say is we talk about halves all the time not being able to develop. I don't think there's enough quality centres anymore. But I'm still not. I'm still not overly keen on Josh Morris. I've got to be honest. No. But I, this is true. You're in the coaching side of things. Halves, like we said, they're a diamond a dozen now, genuine halves. But I think the ability now for centres who aren't a back row or to some big lug that actually got that ability to read a situation, isolate a man, pick the right time to pass situations to pass in and transition, I don't think he's a better centre. No, there's not. As far as pass transition and decision making. The thing is he's... Uh, and he's been out for two yeah, years. Yeah, and he's only played, what, eight games? And he's younger, games. Than, younger than me and a couple, a lot of guys in first grade that are just getting in. That's a scary yeah. thing. But pass selection for centres, I think, is another thing, along with halves. It's a skill that's just not there for a lot of many more. Was well, a highlights package um, of all the tries that Semi Rara scored uh, this year, and I think a few of them were on Hopawade's edge, but just the passes he, he was laying on for Adrara. Dynamite. And for same some as he's had Tao Tai, CO, a couple of different guys down his edge, and no one struggles to transition to playing outside Hopawade. Right. It's pretty straightforward when you've got him as your centre. Yeah. Uh, the Sharks, same deal again. Where, where do you go from here? Well, they're Both. tough. The Sharks are tough, but they, they got a defensively last night. They're sliding on their line, not even moving up off their line. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, um, Ricky Latelli, especially the one that was telling for me, they had the numbers, he should have jammed up on his man. Instead, he held back and gave him a clear run to get over the top of him. Yeah, like if they're going to score, at least make, make him execute some passes. But I'll tell you what, I feel sorry for Wade Graham, and if he's got time to renege on his deal to go to Souths, mate, do yourself a favour. <laughs> go to Souths. Renege and go to Souths. Go to Souths. Yeah. He'd be awesome at Souths. He plays that well in this Well, time. they're just looking old, like Chris Heinington. Yeah, even Louis, oh, Louis, yeah. all these guys are on the wrong side of thirty. They are. There's gonna, and they're, they're got, similar to the Titans. They're going to have no hooker next year. Morris is, Morris is retiring, and they reckon they're moving to Goison, and they're letting uh, Leisha go. So who's going to play North? Michael Ennis. Yeah, for half a million, and another older bloke. Yeah, you're not fixing well, any problems. You're I patching. think their their plans with that might have been thrown out the window if that uh, their loyalty concession yeah, goes through. They'll, they'll, for they'll, they'll bloody keep Ennis, and Sharks will be cut. left with no one. <laughs> Well, they're talking they're going to steal some player Bradley Dates from the Roosters under-20s, but again, he's not like Leisha. He's not having all these rep jerseys and all these accolades behind him. Mm. He's a good player, but he's a baby. You're not going to buy... Maybe should uh, try and get Leisha to renege. Should bring Kingston back. Kingston. Kevy. If he gets moved on. They're going to have to do something, because uh, I'll tell mm. you what, it's not looking good. But Parramatta, St. George this week, another good opportunity to uh, get back to winning ways after a couple of losses in a row there at home. And now uh, the Sharkies playing uh, half their former teammates, the Tigers. Mm-hmm. Well, the Sharks must win. I mean, we've been saying this for a yeah, while now. Well, them and Newcastle, to me, they can pretty much put a pen through themselves as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're in big trouble. Who else are we putting a pen through for the top eight? Them Obviously, those uh, two on the Raiders, for me. Yeah, the Raiders. All those three, Sharks, Raiders, and uh, the Knights, for me, are penned. They're all gone. Okay. That's yep. pretty straightforward. Well, the competition is now down to 13. Mm. Well, that wraps up the reviews. Uh, we'll jump in now with uh, Andrew Brown from sportingbet.com and play our Lions game and uh, get all the odds coming up for this weekend's fixtures. And we welcome back Andrew Brown from sportingbet.com. How was your Mother's Day weekend, champion? <laughs> yeah, very good. I spent it um, up uh, in Port Macquarie, actually. So Sunday was at the Panthers Club there up at Port Macquarie with my grandma. Bought a couple of tickets in the raffle and won a meat tray, so you can't beat that. No, well, identical weekends for us. I also won a meat tray and uh, pretty much the same gig. Went and visited yeah, I, won, I won nothing. I lost he the won GF. Nothing. He, he lost, lost the Harold Matthews for, grand final. Won 30. Yeah, he wasn't happy. Newcastle put 30 past us, so excellent. Oh, mate. There's always next year, as they say. Exactly. Yeah, great times for Brock. 
Uh, how about the the promo, mate, for Sonny Bill last week? Obviously, that fell over. You blokes clean up or what? <laughs> I think we were very lucky, don't you? Like, yeah, uh, well, yeah, he could have gone over. Very unlucky. Yeah, mate, it's one, one of those things, isn't it? But uh, as far as the line game is concerned for this week, we're four all now. I shot out four uh, one, and he's he's got me back to even. Pegged it back a little bit. Yeah. So I'm not happy about that, but I suppose we'll kick things into gear. Friday at ANZ Stadium, it's South Sydney versus the Melbourne Storm. Brock, what do you got? Uh, I had him at minus six and a half, but I've gone to minus five and a half. Yeah, well, I've got South minus six and a half. Well, looks like, well, is this a split? We've got him at minus six. Yeah, it's a so six point favourites for South. Uh, that hasn't moved at the moment, so uh, yeah, it should be a cracking game too. And um, incidentally, we've got a promo on uh, this game if either of the fullbacks have a score. So if uh, Billy Slater or Greg Inglis cross the line, you can get $5. $5 on offer for either fullback to score. That'll be on the website at 8.30 on Thursday night and available till midnight if you're keen to get involved. Yep. Well, this is another one of those ones where I'm going to load up, so hopefully this week it delivers for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Friday night again, Suncorp. We've got the Broncos versus the Titans, another Queensland derby. Should be a cracker of a game. Brock, what do you got? Well, this was a hard one for me. I had Broncos minus six and a half, but I actually like the Titans in this game. Yeah, well, I've got the Broncos minus seven and a half. Yeah, Louis, you're um, bang on the money there, mate. That's a seven and a half line. Bird out for the Titans. He's probably worth at least two points, so it might have been a, a, a bit smaller. But um, yeah, yeah, Brisbane seven and a half point favourites at a dollar forty-two. Titans two ninety. Nice Saturday, Pertex Stadium. The Eels, who uh, played very well last night, versus the Dragons, who are on the ropes at this point in time. Definitely need to get some pride back under the, their belts. So, Brock, I got I got the Eels minus three and a half. Yeah, well, I've gone Power minus four and a half. It's another split. They're four-point favourites with us. Uh, the Eels are short backup, of course, um, for, for the Eels. And then the Dragons, you think they'd probably be pretty pumped up um, in order to, to, to pay their respects and tribute to, to Reggie Gaznia mm. during the week. Well, Saturday again, Ramonda Stadium. The Cronulla Sharks are on the ropes. Definitely need a win. It's, it's that time of the year for them. It's do or die. Playing the Tigers, so plenty of uh, former teammates playing against each other here. Tigger's still missing a couple of key players, but uh, they reckon they're going to get it back four or five out of the 12 that have been injured, which will do them a world of good. So what do you got? I had this as a pick em. I couldn't split them. Well, I had, um, the, I had the Sharks minus one and a half purely on being at home. Yeah, Louis, you bang on the money there, mate. One and a half um, point favourites, um, and, and purely because of that home factor. They're eighty. Tigers $2.05. Um, Robbie Farish would play, are, are you hearing? Yeah, well, that's why yeah, I, was, well, I can't believe... The line's gone to the Sharks. I'll be having a crack on the Tigers. Um, um, again, you can't really go on it until well, he gets poo, on the field. They were poo last night, the Sharks. Yeah, but if he's still on an injury cloud and he hasn't been named, if he gets busted again or he he's doesn't play. end up playing... So He'll play. I hope he does. But at the same time, for the time being, I, I couldn't really back that Well, the market will change. If Farrah's in, the market's going to swing the other way, but... Well, you'd like to think so. Mm. Saturday again, 1300 Smile Stadium. This one's uh, the one I'm looking forward to the most this round. It's the Cowboys, who are starting to build nicely, versus the Sydney Roosters. What do you got? Roosters minus two and a half. Well, I got the same, so that's a split. Yeah, boys, you, uh, like I said before, you get a job at sportingbet.com, but either Roosters are two and a half point favourites for this game. Uh, $1.70, Cowboys $2.20, JT's 200 game. Should be the match of the round, I reckon. Outstanding. Can't wait to watch that one. Sunday kicks off GIO Stadium, which, of all places, uh, home for Canberra has not been a good hunting ground. And they versed the Panthers, who beat them in soggy conditions uh, not too long ago. But fortunes have changed a lot since then. Panthers look very good on the weekend. Canberra absolutely woeful. 
for some reason, I thought this was going to be a lot bigger, but uh, purely on Penrith's win-loss, win-loss, I've got Penrith minus two and a half. Yeah, I've got them the same. So split again. And you're on the money again. Two and a half point favourites. The Panthers a dollar seventy. Canberra two dollars twenty. The Raiders under the pump, aren't they? And I think they've got a few changes in their team. And they're going to really need to fire up. Yeah, they need the changes. There's no doubt about it. They need to freshen up. They need somebody to come in and give something. Because what's one, the score? Is it two? Two to me, and there's yeah. four splits. So well, I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going for. I'm going for it here. I'm changing my lines. No, you can't. <laughs> oh, that's not is, how it works. He's mate. a cheater. This point. No, I'm changed. So you all don't right. get to change. All right, that's how it works. There's too many splits. It doesn't matter. That's what happens. Sunday, Waikato, the Dogs taking their home game over New Zealand to play the Warriors. This is another one I'm really looking forward to. New Zealand finally starting to show some of the signs you'd expect. The Dogs have been super tough. So what do you got for this one? Dogs minus two and a half, but I'd, I'd like to go four and a half. No, I can't. <laughs> this is how it works, mate. I'm going the Dogs minus one and a half purely because they're playing over there. It may be their home game, but I've got no idea. Brock takes the lead, two and a half point favourites. The Doggies at a dollar seventy. New Zealand two dollars twenty. And if you wanted to change it, you would have lost. Yeah, I would have. That's yeah, right. That's right. Rather, so stick yeah. with what you got. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So what is that? It's worst case. I get a draw here if I win this. If line. you get this one, so Monday Brookvale. It's Manly versus the Newcastle Knights. Manly still missing a couple of players, but at home and uh, Newcastle, you know they've pretty much got everyone back on board, but they're struggling big time. So what do you reckon? Uh, Manly minus six and a half. I've got Manly minus seven and a half. Well, it's the biggest line of the week, uh, this one, and uh, I reckon it'll probably even get bigger. Manly a seven and a half point favourite. Sorry, got Brock. It. He got it. Yeah, good. Dollar <laughs> forty two. The Knights two dollars ninety. Um, all the big punters have, have probably have already kind of stepped into Manly, putting them putting them into all their multis. I think uh, when I last looked at. It, just about an hour ago, Manly were already in 90% of people's multis for the weekend. Wow. Yeah, I, the only concern for me was the Monday night factor, but I guess they don't, the handicappers don't really look at that. No. Um, but yeah, I, Manly with a lot of players out as well, I guess. It's a good but, turnaround for But them. Newcastle, they're, again, they're big poo. I mean, they got beat by, what, 22 by Penrith at home, so yeah, the line's deserved. Yep, well, we split four, I won three, you won one, so I'm back in the lead in the Lions game, 5-4. Yeah. Uh, We've obviously got that With promo. Like you said, Friday night, you got the Bunnies versus the Storm. Either fullback to score a try. Uh, Billy Slater or Greg English, you get $5 there. And that's 8.30 on Thursday night. That opens until midnight. But uh, what about Origin, mate? What's uh, what's the go there? What's the market looking like after some of the drama from the weekend? Yeah, well, um, each time the, the, the Blues are, are dealt a piece of bad news, the punters have just been launching into Queensland. And I guess you could say they've um, been launching quite a lot lately. Um $1.70 they were when uh, we first opened this market after Game 3 last year, the Maroons to, to win their ninth successive season. Um, they were into $1.50 uh, yesterday and they've um, shortened up even more into $1.47 now to yeah. win the series. New South Wales out to $2.75. To put that in perspective, prior to Game 1 last year in 2013, it was um, a lot closer. Queensland were $1.70, New South Wales $2.10. So uh, pretty much um, one-way traffic for the Maroons um, at the moment. Um, about 70, 70% of the money we're holding on that futures market is, um, is maroon in colour. Well, rightfully so. Well, at this point so. in time, until there's an injury, uh, if there's, unless there's an injury in the next two weeks, the way their squad selection is looking, it's going to be the exact same side. Maybe Bar, Papali and McQueen on form, but they've got two players ready to come straight back in in Taylor and Guerra to fill the exact same role. So 
they've got no issues compared to New South Wales, who are just a shamble at this point in time. Yeah. But, uh, well, we're going to have to wait and see how that plays out. That promo again, remember, 8.30 to 12, uh, midnight on Thursday night if you want to get on the Bunnies versus Storm, either fullback, Inglis or Slater to score. $5, great value there from sportingbet.com. And remember, if you're going to have a bet, there's no better bet than a sporting bet. Uh, big thank you to you as always, Andrew. Have a good week, mate. Yeah, thanks, Lewis. Um, and thanks, Brock. You boys too. Have a good week. Happy punting. Hope you're back. Plenty of winners. Great times, mate. Enjoy. Thanks, mate. See ya. Now, it's time for your weekly dose of goss from Mr. Gossip. And he's back after a win from the Penny Panthers on the weekend, Mr. Gossip. Oh, mate, so close to a perfect round as well. Mate, we all, we, all we all bombed out. We all had a brain fade, to be honest. I tipped Newcastle for some unknown reason. Brock, unbeknownst to me, tipped the Raiders. Yeah, mine was the biggest brain snap. And for you, some, I don't know how you come up with the Sharks. Somehow you did that. You went with the Asada mob, and it's just, uh, yeah, <laughs> you got shredded. <laughs> Yeah, well, I thought the Sharks would put two together, but yeah, well, apparently well, we just way too good for them. None of us got close. We all got racked. I got 22 put on me. You got 18. I got 50. Brock, Brock got 40-something put on him. <laughs> well, talk about the bounce-back factor. Yeah, Bloody so, hell. As far as tips are concerned, uh, we all got seven, so good round. At least tipping feels a bit more normal. Mm. So uh, Brock's on... Yeah, th- the boy at yeah, that's it. You're on 39, Gossip. Brock, uh, 38, and I'm on 35, so no changes. Yeah, but uh, what's in the pipeline, mate? Hit us. Yeah, I, I start off uh, over the Tasman boys. Uh, Andrew McFadden, three-year deal with the Warriors. Now it's a bit strange. They've got um, the old coach still; they're still paying him, but yet they're giving a three-year deal to his bloody assistant. So very strange happenings out at the Warriors. Yeah, really... someone's got plenty of money over there. Mate, I'll tell you what, I really, really thought from their track record you would have sat down and he, he would have had no bargain in power anyway and just we'll say, we'll see, how, the end of the see year. how the rest of the year goes. Yeah, exactly. And they've chucked him for three years. Yeah, unbelievable. They must have money to burn. They must be Marlon Koo cashing it, just <laughs> chucking it around, letting it run. <laughs> like, um, I understand yeah. three years. I could maybe understand a two year. but three yeah, so for the rest of this year and then another Maybe year. next year or something. You're not lucky, you know. And then if you're sacking him, you're only sacking him sort of six months early. Yeah, or three six years. That's, that's, a big, that's a big dip in the pot if things break down again. Yeah. Uh, they're going to be paying two coaches, I think, and looking for a third. It's just... Yeah. I don't know what's happening over well, there. Especially when he's the assistant of the guy who you just sacked. I, I don't yeah, know. that's the part I, I can't know. get over. Yeah. I don't and understand that. I mean, I think Elliot headhunted him to get him over there, so you'd think they've of some uh, similar philosophy... Uh, but at the moment it's working. But that, that always seems to happen with the Warriors. They short term uh, well, things things go good. But maybe Matty Elliott's meditation just got too old. That's just the part they were sick of. Yeah, they just wanted him out. <laughs> maybe. Speaking of three year deals, boys, the Eagles. Peter Hickey will sign a three year deal with the club. Still a young signing. He's only twenty one. Uh, three years. So yeah, well deserved. Mate, brilliant signing, and if anything, he could have, he could have got more money if he wanted to go elsewhere, but he's chose to stay with them, so uh, it's definitely not going to hinder his football playing with those halves. No, they had to keep him. And he's a great player. Had to keep him. Well, he's, a, he's a potential superstar, mm-hmm. Peter Hickey. He's been very, very good in the short amount of time he's been in first grade. Uh, he'll be a real player of the future for Manly. Mm. Expect to see him get plenty more Kiwi caps as well. Yeah, for sure. All right, boys, Cowboys, Tariq Sims. Now, boys, he's asked for a release on compassionate grounds. Apparently, Cowboys say they will release him, uh, but they want uh, a player 
are currently negotiating with the Cowboys to do a straight swap for Tarek Swims and Chris McQueen. Gentlemen, who would you rather your club, Sims or McQueen? Tarek Sims. Easy. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't yeah. even know. I don't know. Mate, McQueen goes... At least McQueen stays on the field. McQueen goes in and out and on the bench and in the soccer. He's got some versatility, but he's, he's on the bench Look, half the time. In terms of actual performance, if they're on the field, Tarek Sims yeah. definitely, but if... He said to me, based on their track record... Yeah, but I'm going... Tarek Sims has got injured every year. Yeah, but Queen's played Origin, and he wants a pay rise as well. If you're going to tell me I had to pay one of them big money and the same oh, amount, I mean, I'd rather pay Sims. I wouldn't be disappointed if I was North Queensland getting McQueen. No, I wouldn't be disappointed if I was getting uh, Sims, but if I was paying either one of those players, say, 400... So snaps his leg in half. If I had to pay either of them 400k, though, if they were going to do a straight swap on value and upgrade, oh, I'm taking Sims. Yeah, OK. But I'd rather a player yeah. on the field than play a reputation. Oh, he's good, but yeah, well, he can sit on the bench. He plays fifty percent of the like time. That's all. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a fairly good swap. I mean, you Talking about that two years ago. You're onto it early. I was only playing around that I was going to pick it out the front because he hadn't won a comp yet, but now it's really happening. Someone's going to go before me and start it's it. Get Wayne out. You want to comp, Wayne? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Mate, I had an email on Tuesday from some nights. Tuesday from what? trying to shiv their coach, aren't they? On one of our uh, Pick the Score competitions the other night, a bloke had his sack Steve Price page up. It was the first day. I clicked on it just to have a look. They started with 40, they got up to 1,500, and they're on fire. <laughs> 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 Everyone's out for their coaches. Where's Bloody the Anthony hell. Griffin one? I want him out. Get rid of him. Uh, far out. Get after it. I'll start the Anthony Griffin one. I don't even go for the Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, top bloke. <laughs> well, anyway, Will he be another one that comes down and then Wayne will go tatars at the end of the season? Yeah, because I sort of, I've just got a feeling that the whole Newcastle situation isn't going to end well because they don't really have a nine. Their front rowers aren't going forward. Uh, they've got injuries in the halves. Darius Boyd isn't playing good footy. So there's a, there's a lot of different factors that are contributing to uh, Newcastle struggling. But yeah, I, I, I just see him going back to Brisbane. This is my number one question though. We talked about this earlier and I've got this in my head. How does... Darius get back to Brisbane with him when he's got Barber Milford. Like, will this finally be where Wayne just says, I'm sorry, Darius, but you must stay? And he's like, No, Daddy, no. I'm sure Johnny Cartwright would take him for 700k. And he'll just go visit Wayne every day. Yeah, there you go, problem solved. He trains with Brisbane, just plays for the Gold Coast on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> no, Daddy, no. Yeah. Oh, that would be brilliant. I'd love to see that spinner throw in the works. That'd be absolutely outstanding. Well, they, yeah, I. I think Wayne Bennett's the least of the problems up at Newcastle at the moment. I wouldn't be blaming He's anything on Wayne Bennett. the least of the problems. Yeah. No, I agree. Guys, there's a rumour that won't go away and it pleases me as a Panther fan. That's um, Rob River Hargraves. Panthers are still headhunting him. Uh, oh, Brocky Poo might be able to shed some light. I don't know if he's hitting around the club, mate, but um, all my whispers are that they're trying head over heels to get him there. My lips are sealed. 
All I can say <laughs> is the same thing I've said before. If he goes there, I actually might go watch a game. But I would absolutely be pumped if he signed for Penrith. That would yeah. be awesome. As long as he gets angry again, like early Jared that used to get penalised eight times a game. I want that yeah, Jared Bring back. the ghetto back. I don't want the clean Jared anymore. <laughs> I want the furious Jared. Yeah. Used to like just... I'm upset. What's wrong with him? Yeah, he's, he's not getting someone penalised. Someone needs to sit down and have a talk. He's the only bloke I don't get disappointed when he gets penalised. Because <laughs> it means the next bloke that runs is going to get killed. Get <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no, it'd be awesome uh, to see him come down. No, no doubt about it. And he is the blue chip prop in the competition at the moment. I think you know, like who, who George is George better is. than him? At the, at right now, in form, he's not the best player. Yeah, yeah, but who's the, you know, the number one signing? Who who would get paid the most right now if you had to recruit a front rower? George Burgess or Jesse Bromwich. Yeah, okay. But I think he'd be in the top. He'd be in the top. You know. James Graham, I'll keep going. Yeah, but if I said to you at the end of last season, who was the proper yeah, one? Jared. Yeah, so awesome. I, I think he's only going to get better as the as the competition warms up, and I think he'll surpass He'd look those. good in the black jersey, too. He can do the harker every home game. He'd pretend he's wearing a Kiwi jersey. Get him on. Yeah, and that's probably somewhere where uh, we are a little bit thin. Like, not, not thin, but... It, it just traditionally takes props longer to come through the system. So I think if Penrith are going to have trouble finding juniors in any position, it's going to be front row because, you know, traditionally they're going to have to go obviously to 20s and then probably four years, three years of New South Wales Cup before they push through. So yeah. you're looking at a lot of these good kids that they've developed, that they've turned over, still another probably two years before they really come through. But the other thing as well, the character you get with Jared, only every so often you get a bloke who's still got that kind of 80s mentality well, he's where just they're just a ruthless pack yeah. leader and intimidator, a bloke you just don't want to go near. And that's probably what something Penrith are missing a little bit. They like, they've missing. got too many good blokes They've got there. too many squares. They which like is great, blokes, which was you know? awesome to rebuild the club. But yeah, I think now Cleary's probably thinking, well, I want someone that's just going to take teams on and, yeah. and tear, tear sides apart. They're pretty straight straight edge at the moment. I think yeah. they'd sit around and do knitting together. Yeah. They need to get there strategy in that and that's worked yeah, so now it's worked. time for next level let's get it grungy yeah. <laughs> get Jared in there mess it up yeah. and the Panthers the last two premierships have won have come on the back of big props yeah. like you mark guys and you, and you pull it to us so. here you go MG that's how we don't plug you brother he's giving you a wrap alright boys and still on Panthers uh, we know Sam McKendry's being shopped around and young or I shouldn't say young old Desi Hasler now Desi's very keen on Sam McKendry big fan obviously the Mr Des, mate, I hope you're listening. <laughs> Stop buying front rowers, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Buy a fullback or another backline player. Jesus Christ. Yeah, How many forwards can you have? He's stockpiling <laughs> them. He's going to carry you like four front rowers. He's like the fat nerdy kid who's got the Star Wars collection and he's got like eight Chewbacca's and he won't give any of them away. <laughs> Sell some. Uh, You've got to get the whole collection. Yeah, you Get an Obi one. Get an Obi or a Boba Fett or something. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, Mate. interesting. I, I've been. I think they're only a fullback away from winning a comp. Winning a comp. Yeah, yeah, honestly, I really do. But yeah, Tim Lafayette's developed, and you've you've got Josh Morris as well. Uh, you know, Brown solid on one wing. They've got Stanley and a few other blokes they can rotate on the other wing. So yeah, that's true. I wasn't uh, disappointed when you sent that through. Mate, I was filthy that we had Hoffman go and then that popped up straight after. That, that for me, is almost a straight swap for the system we play. He's a great edge backer. Yeah, bad luck. Yeah. You, Nick, oh, you're, back, <laughs> you're back on the Titans bandwagon uh, now. No, I'm not. You shouldn't be. They got pumped on the weekend. He's been ragging them. 
Oh, mate, I've been ragging them for good reason because yeah. they're no good. They were six and two. <laughs> yeah, six and two. It's about to be six and six. Yeah, good. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. And last one of the night is Kristen Inu. I touched on it a few weeks ago and said that he was leaving the Bulldogs. Well, Kristen's come out and said he's not going anywhere, but boys, I can guarantee no. you, the good kid one, is gone. Good one, Kristen. It should be, um, hopefully, before June 30. A few clubs chanting him, Tigers are the favourites. Mm. Mate. Mate, the whole lot of his season, if he doesn't move, he's going to be playing for Satmoor. Satmoor. Yeah, you know, that's about as much exposure you're going to get this year. Mate, he should have come yeah. to Melbourne when he had the chance. Because Lafayette is going very, very well. And, and they're Josh not Morris, Josh Morris just got 600,000 dollars. And the uh, young kid that's on the wing there, he's going real well too. And I'm just going to keep harping on the same point. I said it last year, Sharks, you needed to buy him when he was being given the cold shoulder, and you didn't. Yeah. You got Blake Ashford, and every week he plays for the other team. So good yeah, on you. Yeah. Good on Thomas. <laughs> Getting oh, yeah. points for the opposition. Yeah. Excellent. Brilliant. Uh, what have we got here? Back to the tips. Gossip 39, Brock 38, me 35. Is he no done? separation. All sevens. Tiffing's looking better. I feel good. I feel good that there's no threes or twos or any crap like that. I feel normal. Things are back to Did normal. you get through all your the news, Gossip? Yeah, mate. All good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mate, you, you're obviously not paying attention. I had a power now. The power nut, you just <laughs> off. That's why I'm, clearly I'm in charge of this show. You know, oh, here we go. This bloke starts looking, um, looking at the wall and Jesus he's just drift, bit, he has Dave Taylor. Won't be able to get him out of the room. His head's too big. Mate, <laughs> it already is too big. It's big enough as he is. He's having a cart ride. He was in the sand pit playing with the Tonka yeah. truck. He wasn't of course I was. All right, well, we'll kick things off with the tips. Friday night, ANZ Stadium, South Sydney versus the Melbourne Storm. Madge versus Bellyache. Good luck. The form Belly's in right now, he'd kill Madge in a fight. He's so angry. Yeah. Well, you've got to be angry to win a comp. But more important, probably have a brain aneurysm or something. That's right. It's not good for you. We'll get off the coach fight and we'll go to the tips. Uh, Gossip, what do you reckon, mate? South or Storm? Yeah, look, a fortnight ago, I would have picked the Rabbits pretty easily, but I like the Storm on the weekend. Um, I'm gonna, I think they're going to throw a few together. Well, they've got it, really. They've got to throw a few together before the Origin oh, period hits, so that's a, I'm going to back a, the Storm. That's a oh, I love big, you, Gossip. big you're, state. You're a good egg. I think South will win 13+. plus. That's ruthless. Wow. I just don't think Melbourne are going good enough. Mate, I'm, I'm torn, but I'm going south as well. And I tell you what, oh, top bloke. I said, just knife me. And then I you said, it, say, I yeah, said it last year. I said it last year and I say it again. Every time I try to put the knife in, it just yeah, comes true. back out. So a uh, bit of reverse psychology. Bellyache, if you're listening, I hope you're breaking things as we speak. <laughs> All right? Uh, Friday night again, another Queensland derby. Always good games. They both had an absolute Barry Crockett last week. It's the Broncos versus the Titans. Boxhead. Broncos, what do you got? Because oh. if, usually if I tip against them, they, they win. So. Uh, the Broncos. And they should have beaten us last time. Yeah, be Griffin's a bit, well, bit of revenge. He's done the right thing. He punted Martin Kennedy. I, I agree with that. He's yeah. been playing like an absolute spade. So that's a uh, fair call. Gossip, what do you reckon, buddy? Yeah, I think the Broncos as well. And Greg Bird out for the Titans. It's, it's a major loss for them. Yeah, well, that was pretty much the next point I was going to make. You take Greg Bird out, I think you take a bit of the impetus as far as the back row, offloads, a bit of uh, second phase play, just that actually bit of spark. I love Ooh. the Bird, man, so take the Bird out. Uh, I think they'll be a little bit flatter. And he dropped Ryan James. What a peanut he was last week. Well, Same we, him out, so we have to take on the South pack. Rah, rah, he had rah. four carries for 33 metres and he missed five tackles. I've got to say, he's bordering Mate. on the most overrated player in the competition. The last six rounds of last year, I was getting excited that we had another prop for New South Wales, and at the moment, he'd be lucky to start in the Queensland Cup. He seems play. like a bit of a head case, just from the outside looking in. Yeah, well, well, we'll move on. Saturday, Pertec Stadium, the Eels versus the Dragons. Dragons need to win. Good old no-chin price. He's in big trouble if uh, things don't start to turn around. Get beat by a cart wooden spoon. Does Benji strong. play? 
Yeah, I think they'll pay. They'll pay up. They'll pay. They'll pay up. They'll pay. Yeah, they'll pay. <laughs> uh, and they'll they'll uh, they'll still get beat. Are you going the Parramatta Seal? I'm going the Seal. Goss, mate, what do you reckon? Yeah, I'm going to go the Eels short turnaround, but I think they'll do it, and I don't think uh, Benji will play. And if Benji does play, he will be on the bench. If Benji plays, on the bench. Benji. Why the hell would you put him on the bench? Yeah, well. Well, the, yeah, well. Oh. I don't know, I just. Mm. I hope Benji does play because you'll miss seven tackles and Parramatta will win even easier. Like, so. you, don't, you don't put a half on the bench. I'm sorry. You either start him if you or you don't play him. If you're pricey, you do. Just... <laughs> 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 leave, leave pricey alone. Yeah. yeah, Blake Austin's on the bench. At least he can play a bit of 13 or he something. Play nine. Benji's just be running away. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, Ramondas, the prison. Love that joint. Cronulla versus the Tigers. It's the old Tiger Sharks. They're clashing. Robbie Farrah back in. Enough for me. I'm going the Tigers. Oh, man. Todd Carney, no chance of playing? No, who cares? He's on yeah. the ski anyway. Oh, I'm going to go the Sharks. Oh. They're at home. They like... They like. It's the prison. Yeah, so what? I don't think Robbie Farrell will play. Robbie Brad. I said in the last yeah. segment that he will play. No, I'm, yeah, you got your about. Yeah. Someone listening to this is going to think you've got split personality. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. You changed your mind on the talk. Yeah. Sort it out. <laughs> God, God. Why, would you, why would you go and play at the prison when you're, you know, you're nursing an elbow? No, they're going to pick him To way. prove to Laurie that he's fit to play, he needs to play a game no, for me doesn't. to feel confident Laurie, to gonna, pick him Laurie's for pick him anyway. the New South Wales team. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm going to have to pick none other than Matt Keating from Queensland. Matt Keating. Because he's the best hooker available. Uh, All right. That's how it's going to be. Gossip? Yeah, cool. Um, I'm going to give the Tigers just... Just tossing it up there, really. I don't, I don't have no idea. I was going to say, you got burnt last week. Surely you can't go to the Sharkies again. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's it. That's I've, I've jumped on. All then. Well, Saturday wraps up at 1300 Smiles Stadium. The Cowboys versus the Roosters. Uh, Mitchell Pearce, obviously, been fine. Stood down for one game. Sonny Bill will shift to six with Maloney at seven, but he does have Summer Sonny Lange, uh, who is a six on the bench, so possibly throwing him in. But to be honest... Uh, I'd probably leave Sonny Bill there. I like the fact that Orbison's starting and they've got all their chips on the field. But um, what do you reckon, Brock? Man, tough one. You go first. No. Gossip? <laughs> <laughs> I'll go first. I'm going to go up to I think the Cowboys can do it. They played well last week. Mm. And at home as well. Um, the Roosters, all that controversy around this. Yeah. Uh, the, last, the last game before Thurston goes away on origin duty too. Yeah. Traditionally... Yep. It is showtime. But they made changes as well. But they sacked Robert Louis and put Thompson straight back in. I was I'm going to tip. I'm going to tip the Roosters. He's stuck in the chooks. Yeah, I just I want to see the Cowboys beat a good side. Yeah, how good was Thurston last week? He was, was tremendous. Absolutely yeah. tremendous. I'm. Uh, I was a little bit torn, even though I liked Ray Thompson there being a little more stable. Just that change it kind of threw me off a little bit. Putting Thompson straight back in after they won last yeah. week so well. So I'm going to go the Cowboys as well. <laughs> It's true, yeah, but you're still going to tip him. Yeah. Yeah, that's all right. That's right, I'm Good going. boy. Staying with young fullback too. Wow. Right. What about how he just stuck to Matt Gillette? Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Right. That was stage five clinger stuff there. You weren't getting rid of him. He was all over it. <laughs> <No. laughs> uh, this is my favourite one to read out. Sunday at GIO Stadium, the mighty Canberra Raiders, 108 points conceded in two weeks. That's brilliant. Versus... The Penny Panthers. I think this is a clean sweep here. Sure. I'll go first on this one. Panthers. Yeah, you tipped the Raiders last week, you goober. Yeah, I did. Well done. Gossip, you got the Panthers, sure. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, though. The Panthers are going win-loss, 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 win-loss. Oh, go on, I'll tip the Raiders. 
<laughs> do a Brock and say that the Warriors are going to play horrible. <laughs> the bounce back but factor. The, Raiders, the, the bounce back, the bounce back factor didn't work last week for the Raiders. Yeah, I was going to say, Brock, I was listening to it. Brock was all over the BBF last week, saying the Raiders were going to bounce but back. Gossett made a good pounded. point, actually, on the podcast last week, that there was a weak gap in between. That was, that was a great yeah. point. It don't matter. Got me. And he tipped, the, he tipped the Warriors too. Like if he tips the Warriors, you should really take notice. No, I tip the Warriors because <laughs> every time he yeah, tips I'm, them, they lose. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. I'm going to tip the Panthers boys this one. I was going to say you were starting to worry me for the bit there. No, I was hoping. You were going to <laughs> <laughs> I was going to question where you're at mentally. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to have to Sunday, it's the Dogs' home game. They're playing the Warriors, but it is in Waikato, bro. It's over there. Uh, I think I think I said to you earlier, they said something last week on the footy show. I couldn't quite hear it. I think it was a special deal. If you buy five, you get five more. You get the whole crew in. Beers you know? or tickets? No, the tickets. I wish oh, it was beers. Beers. <laughs> if you, if you I'll get, make the trip over. Five beers. <laughs> yeah, I bet so. Cheap virgin flights or something. Exactly. Or that. Scooter Bloody Central hell. and Waikato, bro. Yeah, bro. Lion Ready. <laughs> All over it. Uh, I'm going to go the Warriors. Oh, wow. Chucking it out there. Yeah. They're just men- they're mentally weak. The I don't care if they're mental. I'm mental too. That's why I'm getting on it. Yeah, no, I'm right, I can't. I can't tip the Warriors. I'm right on the wave of the motion. Good. Yeah, traditionally a close game between these two, but yeah, I'm not getting the worries. No, they should have. Um, they actually should have beaten the Bulldogs last time they played. I remember no, watching that game because I was I had a bloody four leg multi and the Warriors bombed it and they were leading by eight or something with seven minutes to go and got beat. I happily follow my sword. I'm big on this. I reckon this is going to be great. Yeah, great times. times. And uh, we wrap up on Monday night at Brookvale. The Manly Seagulls versus the Newcastle Knights. Manly, Manly, Manly. Go Manly, Manly. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go Manly too. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Too easy. Alrighty. We've got a few different in there. Uh, I've got the Warriors, you blokes have got the Doggies. Uh, Brock's gone the Sharks solo. That's it. Yeah, come so on. There's not too much different. Yeah, no, he went, he oh, went the Storm. Roosters Cowboys one. Oh, yeah, he went there's a couple in there. All right, there's yeah, about the four more. Yeah, well, at least there will be some change because last week we all just went one different and uh, every one of them lost. So yeah, tops. not really interesting. There's going to be a shift somewhere in here. It's probably going to be me just falling further back into last, but you know, that's. Uh, I got the Cowboys too. Yeah, yeah. I, I've tipped a couple more, so I think I'm going to be going backwards. But who cares? Probably. It's time to get the whip out. I'm going to start. Haven't even hit the halfway point. Well, I did it last year, so I might as well start again. Yeah, true. Whips out. Game on. All right, mate. Uh, as always, thanks a lot uh, for all the inside goss and look forward to uh, talking to you next week. Thanks, gentlemen. Go the Panthers. See you, friend. Go the Storm. A big thank you, as always, to Mr. Gossip for coming on and joining us. Uh, if you want to catch him on Twitter, his handle is at NRL Gossip. And on Facebook, just head up to the search bar and type in NRL Gossip. Uh, also to Andrew Brown for coming on from SportingBet.com to supply the odds for us and let us play our Lions game. And a big thank you to SportingBet.com who let us give our pick-to-score competitions to win a free $100 bonus bet. Uh, keep your eyes peeled for those. Uh, post it up on NRL Gossip and uh, obviously advertise on our page before the game. So get in there, have a crack at picking the score of the game that we put up and uh, get yourself a chance to win a $100 free bet. Thank you to SportingBet.com. But for now, that brings us to the conclusion of another episode of the podcast. So if you want to get in contact with us at Twitter, our handle is fifth and last. That's the letter N, not the word and. The email is fifth and last podcast at hotmail.com. And on Facebook, head up to the search bar and type in fifth and last NRL podcast. But as always, for now, enjoy your week and enjoy your rugby league. Bring it on. Give us more. Give us more. Where are you going? Where, what, 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 what's going on here? Is that it? Is that it?
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 